Good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5-Minute Morning Miner, live from Cape Town and the mining in Dubba. Morning, Paul. How are you? Hello. Hi. How are you? Uh, yeah, not too bad, actually. I was really quite early to bed last night. It was midnight, so that's early for people down here because they all seem to be partying and not really doing that much work, unfortunately. But we're seeing a, a Ollie, of course, is busy working very hard because he has to because I'm keeping an eye on him. Anyway, let's go to the news today. Well, actually, I will touch base a little bit at the end of this, maybe, on what, what the, the top companies so far we've seen uh, at Mining in Darba. But uh, let's go into the news because actually, well, actually, for enough, the news today is something I've also been talking down at Indaba, which uh, the one I want to talk with you, Paul, about is um, Guanajuato Silver, which we obviously talk about quite a lot on this podcast, but there's new news out today, isn't there? Yes, news out from Guanajuato Silver. That's the new uh, Mexico silver producer listed on the TSX. Uh, they have done a, a drawdown of $7.5 million on their uh, precious metal prepayment facility they, that they had arranged back in March with uh, OCIM precious metals out of uh, Switzerland. The facility and, has. And by the way, Paul, they're actually OCIM are actually down here at Indabra. I was talking to them last night, so they're very excited by this project. Yes, I know. They tend to, to uh, uh, be pretty selective on the kind of projects they go after. So uh, uh, it doesn't exp- uh, surprise me that they're surprised. Well, I met uh, them at the uh, Baker McKenzie party, and actually, Baker McKenzie. Uh, are doing quite a lot of the legal work as well for Guanajuato Silver. It's definitely that there's a feeling that this is going to become a major, major company. Well, that's good to hear uh, that there's uh, a lot of uh, positive uh, vibes around the uh, company down there um, because they seem to be doing everything uh, appropriately and according to sh- uh, schedules that we've been anticipating here for Guanajuato to get the El Cubo mine and the El Pinguico mine. Uh, operating at a steady state. Uh, it's still an ongoing process and this seven and a half million dollar draw is a part of that uh, working capital requirement for uh, appropriate cash flows while they get that underway. But uh, uh, it's good news there. Okay, what else you got, Paul? We've got uh, GeoDrill, which is a West African-based drilling company. They reported their Q1 results uh, yesterday, where they had uh, generated record revenue of 33.4 million. Uh, which Paul, is, is that your thing. phone going? That's a phone going. Yes, I think so. Yeah, can just turn it off, okay? <laughs> it's off. <laughs> right, carry on with the podcast. Sorry about that, all listeners. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, it was a rise of nine percent on their uh, um, record, rev, uh, according to Q1 2021, as a comparison. Thirty-one uh, percent of revenue was uh, the EBITDA number, which came in at 10.4 million, and they've increased their total rig fleet to 74 rigs because of the uh, increase in activity, both in West Africa as well as a nice uh, size uh, contract that they have with uh, Sentiment down on the uh, Sakari gold mine in Egypt. Yeah, drill also on the TSX. So that's two TSX companies who just touched base on. Uh, maybe worth just quickly mentioning, I wouldn't go through all the detail, Paul, but um, uh, Ceres Mineral Resources, which is a London company, and, and they're based out, aren't they, in, in Cyprus. And there's a whole load of people looking. Uh, there's about three companies, I think, out in Cyprus. Maybe time for a bit of um, consolidation. Yes, uh, they had re- reported some of their first batch results from the Cambia Campitas uh, 
project uh, license in Cy Cyprus. Uh, just partial assays back yet at this point uh, where whole rock analysis assays aren't uh, back uh, completely yet at this point. But they are showing some good gold values in some of these uh, channel samples uh, like uh, five to seven grams per ton in uh, several uh, of the samples here. And uh, they had a total of nine samples grade above one gram out of the total of 12 uh, of total of 12 samples, which uh, graded better than 0.5. So it's early stage here, and they have discovered a, a Gaussian, which is about 600 meters long southeast of the Cambia pit that they're definitely going to put some drill holes into. Okay. Um, uh, I think we ought to have a quick mention also. Shanta Gold, which is on AIM, have, uh, and Gold Producer, obviously, in Tanzania. Uh, they had some uh, results uh, today, didn't they? Yes, they sure did. Final results out uh, today for them with a revenue of 103.6 million, which is actually down uh, quite a bit from last year's 147 million. And the gross profit had fallen uh, by about 50% to $26 million US. Average selling price for the year was up nicely though at $1,800 an ounce, so whereas it was shy of $1,500 an ounce last year. And the debt has been reduced on the company to just $2.4 million. Uh, and while they have uh, paid off completely their $10 million convertible loan. That's all in very good uh, positioning in order to get uh, this Singita mine, which is uh, currently under construction as their separate uh, second uh, large operation into first production by uh, Q1 of uh, 2023. So making good progress here, but we would like to see uh, a better uh, total overall sales, of course, uh, with the normalizing of these uh, uh, COVID issues over time. Okay, thanks. I mean, turning away from the east coast of Africa to the west coast of Africa, if you're interested, um, Ollie met with uh, Turiso Gold yesterday uh, at the mining in Daba one-to-one. -one. That's, yeah, that sounds interesting there. That's uh, a good uh, situation that I've been following now and then over in West Africa. Did he learn anything new? Uh, yeah, no, he's, he's full of information and we'll, I'm sure we'll be having a little chat with him to... Uh, in the future, but there's a little top tip coming out of mining in Dubai. Uh, finally, also for anybody who was reading the Straits Times this morning over in Asia, uh, at a Singapore newspaper, uh, there was a very interesting article actually about South Korea looking for supply of tungsten in the West. They're very concerned about uh, China having control of the market. Obviously, we talk a lot about tungsten. I don't know if you saw that one, Paul. I'm not sure you're a regular reader of the Straits Times, but I am, of course. Yeah, I did see that article. It was uh, a lot of talk about trying to get that Shandong tungsten mine, which is in South Korea, back in production, which has been idle for more than 30 years or so. But that being said, there just isn't enough tungsten yet ready for a development and production around the world. So uh, diversification of supply with these interrupted supply chains around the world is causing issues for lots of people. Very good, Paul. I think you saw it actually because I forwarded it on to you, but I'm glad you're reading my emails. On that note, we've been talking for 10 minutes nearly, which is far too long, so we'll call it a day there. And uh, I think you're speaking with David tomorrow. Um, so, uh, but we will give you more updates for, live from Cape Town. So thanks, Paul. Very good. Thanks.